0: Day. i've been busy so i can't respond to all the hate i don't fuck with laziness because i can't release Alright, we'll stop it there ben how we doing did did you did you catch the uh the uh, the message from that song Evan?
1: I, 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 I the message is the message that you're a sad boy right now
0: i am sad <laughs> uh, if someone were to if someone were to tie me to some train tracks uh <laughs> It, it might be, it might be the best outcome rather than having to come on this podcast and uh, face the, face the music or yeah, whatever. The- I
1: like how uh, you know the two of us recording this, uh, our seasons are both over. We have nothing to play for, but we still have to record this podcast for two more weeks. So pretty stoked.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I honestly, I have done zero. I, like I don't know really anything that happened.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't typically do very much prep for this podcast, so this isn't that different. I did make my picks already, though, so I'm ready in that regard.
0: All right, so should we start out and just say, like, who the winners were, and then can we just get mine fucking over with?
1: Yeah, I was going to say, we should do yours first. Yeah. I
0: I, I was a little annoyed that you didn't want to record yesterday, because then I had to, like, think about this for another day, and... I just want. I just want it to. I just want it to be over.
1: Yeah, we're recording this on Thursday morning, so the the semifinal matchups are starting on Thursday night football tonight. Uh, the semifinal matchups are Ryan versus Ethan and Henry versus Quinn, despite what the website will tell you. Uh, and in the consolation bracket, we've got Connor versus Jay and Nick versus Tony. So uh, maybe not the semifinals that we had expected, Ben. Uh,
0: it, it was a, it was a clean sweep of underdogs, kind of a funny yeah kind of a funny situation. It's
1: very classic for our league. Uh, I feel like this happens every year. Uh, all of the teams that are good usually suck in the first round. That wasn't really true this year. We had a couple of I, obviously your team Ben and also Tim's team played pretty well but didn't score enough to win. So it was a weird week. Um, looking back on it, I picked one out of the four games right. I got Ryan and that was it (laughs) so
0: yeah I I thought about texting you and asking you uh like what's the highest score of someone who has lost in our league just ever (laughs) and and then I thought about some more and I was like I don't really want to know
1: I'll look it up anyways uh I'm guessing this is the playoff record although I remember that in year one of this league, when you won the championship, we had a semifinal that was very high scoring. But that was a twelve-team league as well, so a little bit different.
0: Yeah, we'll just roll right into my matchup and something going off of that. I was trying to reflect and I was trying to be a little bit uh, grateful uh, because um, this obviously was a very close matchup between me and Henry. Any number of things, you know, it could have swung it either way, and uh, I I was. Oaving myself to to Evan about how you know a similar situation with Connor a couple of years ago when I was the the one seed uh, highest scorer in the league and lost in the first round. Um, but then I was thinking about that more and I was like, I'm like two plays away from being a three time champ in this league. Yeah. Uh, and then I was thinking about it more and I was like, I could very easily be a zero time champ because that first year uh I, I remember when i was playing you in the semis uh remember i needed i needed david johnson to outscore zacherts by like 15 points or or, or or like eight or like 12 or eight or something and he ended up like going crazy
1: yeah
0: um which like if that hadn't happened then i could be a zero time champ so right Counter- uh, you got it so you got to be appreciative a little bit um
1: yeah, one one fun side effect of all of the upsets is that only one of the four remaining teams has already won a title. That's Ethan, obviously the defending, uh, not the defending champ. Uh, he won a couple of years ago, I think. Um, but Henry Quinn and Ryan have zero titles among them. So high likelihood that we see a new champion this year, which is always good for the league.
0: Yeah, that's definitely that's definitely what I'm rooting for. Uh, sorry, Ethan. Sorry. Uh, I, it would just be fun to have. I I just I don't want to. I don't. I, I'm. Everyone who has won is tied for first for total <laughs> titles. Uh, yeah.
1: I, My thing as someone who has not won a title yet, and this is year six, is that as long as nobody has two, you can't really even say that the teams with zero are,
0: are very far behind, right? It's just like,
1: well, all of those guys got lucky one time. It doesn't tell you anything. But as soon as somebody gets to two, that person has a big advantage, right?
0: So, so Quinn, Quinn changes his team name to Jonestown, which is hysterical. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, all right, Ben, let's dive into your game with Henry. Uh, this, this was probably the most like entertaining playoff game that we've had in like several years. Like you mentioned, uh, like you had an extremely high point total for a losing team, like 250 points scored in this matchup total. Uh, so it was impressive. Uh, I'm going to walk through Henry's team first. Uh, and then, and then, uh, we, we can move on to your team. Does that sound good? I don't care. <laughs> all right. So Henry, you know, 126 points. You had a great week. Uh, silencing all the haters. I think that the big the big thing that was huge for Henry's team was Christian McCaffrey missing another game for the Panthers. Uh, Henry, we keep on saying, I think we've said like four times this year on this podcast, like, oh, Henry's about to get his last start out of Mike Davis. <laughs> like, he'll be, he won't be able to start him because Christian McCaffrey will be back. And every time uh, Mike Davis gets to start again, Uh, He scored two touchdowns this week, had almost 100 yards, put up 21 points. That was the big difference for Henry, the thing that really catapulted him up to, you know, a very good score instead of just like 100 points, which wouldn't have been enough this week. Uh, And he just had great games up and down the lineup, even guys like... Can I
0: jump jump in one thing quick about Mike Davis? I think to your point about, I was going to say something similar about, we keep saying, is this the last week of Mike Davis? I think this performance easily jumps Mike Davis ahead of James Robinson and Mike most valuable waiver pickup of the year. I, Mike, Mike Davis has been very under the radar for that exact reason. You're just yeah. every, every week you're like, Oh, well, McCaffrey's coming back soon. McCaffrey's coming back soon. And, and we saw it, I think in week like eight or nine uh-huh. um, McCaffrey came back and Davis was irrelevant. Um, right. But like, but by and large, like, I mean, this, this cements Mike Davis as the most viable waiver pickup of the whole season. And it's like, you know, I think, would you agree with that?
1: Uh, I think I would still rather have Robinson. Robinson's pretty far ahead on points scored from Davis. But, I mean, like, Davis is a pretty clear number two then. I mean, obviously, like, getting, you know, really solid running back production out of a random waiver guy that Henry got in, like, week two or three, it must have been, is, you know, huge. (laughs) Especially when it lasts all season, which we didn't really expect at the time. Uh, yeah, that's definitely been a huge boost for Henry. And it's and sounds like he's gonna get this week as well and probably week sixteen. So just gonna be
0: the rest yeah. of the season with Mike Davis. So. And props to and props to Henry for holding on to Mike Davis. I mean, that wasn't necessarily a given either. I had Mike Davis in uh college league and I kind of jumped the gun a little bit a few weeks ago and I dropped him and someone else scooped him up um because you know, people were saying McCaffrey was gonna be back. So um good um good roster management there for on Henry's part.
1: Yeah, Um, yeah. I was gonna say he got some other. I mean, like everyone in his lineup was pretty good. His fewest points scored on his entire team was Darren Waller put up seven and a half, (laughs) and like,
0: which is still which is still plenty for a tight end.
1: Right. Yeah. That's still still pretty good. Like Brandon Ayuk had 120 yards receiving. Uh, You don't necessarily expect that. Uh, J.D. McKissick had 86 yards. Like the Bears' defense put up 17 points. Like up and down the lineup, it was yeah. Moments. Um, I mean,
0: it was, I mean, it was the perfect week for Henry's team. I, and, and I don't, I, I'm not, I'm not trying to say that to like throw shade, like, Oh, he got super lucky, but like, he like he did. Yeah, um, he's going yeah, yeah it's, That's kind of, so, so, <laughs> so, so like, I mean, you, like you said, up and down the line, like, like Henry had, I mean, I said this in the group chat and I I, I didn't want it to come across as sarcastic. Like Henry is a good fantasy player. Um, but like, we all know, like fan, fantasy is probably like, it's probably like half skill, half luck, you know? And um, like up and down the line, like, um cousins had a great week um amari cooper had a great week Ayuk, i i was i was pretty certain after the after the like halfway through the three o'clock slate i was i was thinking that i was like pretty much in the bag with it mm-hmm. and that and then I, I i refreshed it later and i saw Ayuka get Ayuk 11.9 and i'm like what the fuck how did he get and then I looked at his thing and I was like, 16 targets? Like, the fuck yeah. is Ayuk getting 16? And it, Debo Samuel, on the first possession of the game, um, pulled his hamstring or something yeah. like that. And so if you just if you just look at all the things that went right for Henry this week, it's like Debo Samuel pulled his hammy in the, on the first possession of the game. So Ayuk is, gets 16 targets. Um, McCaffrey is out. So Mike Davis gets all this work. Um Antonio Gibson got turf toe. So McKissick is startable again. Right, right. Um, like McKissick was very border, like pretty much not startable. Like they were getting, starting to give Gibson all the passing down stuff, but then he gets turf toe and um, McKissick starts uh, and gets the, not, nah, well him and Barber split, but you know what I mean? Right, right. Um, and so that kind of makes it like my team had a pretty good week, but I had one spot that goosed me. And that was just the crack in the door that that's all that Henry needed when You know, you just look up and down and he just had such a good week from every position. Like on Thursday night, I got 21 from Ramsd, but then Henry matched it with 17 from Chicago. It was just, it was just a perfect week for Henry. Um, Like, obviously, obviously it sucks to, it sucks to have lost by a point, but like, you know, that's fantasy like if, if some if, if henry henry had like all the stars aligned like three different players with the injury situation i mean it was just it, henry just had this incredible week where all the stars aligned and like you know that's just you got to tip your cap you know yeah
1: i don't know if we've given brandon iuk enough shine on this podcast uh so his last five games he's missed a couple i think he had covid uh he missed a couple weeks ago with an injury as well But his last five games, he has 495 yards receiving and three touchdowns. Yeah. That's very impressive. Uh, And I feel like he's been totally under the radar because his first five games of the year just weren't very good. He wasn't getting much target volume. Um, But, you know, most of the time, the Niners have been without Debo Samuel. They've been without George Kittle. So Ayuk is kind of the obvious target uh, there in San Francisco. So definitely a startable dude. Uh, Just a guy who kind of, like, bounced around a bunch of teams – benches at the at the beginning of the year and now here he is so
0: yeah getting Kittle getting hurt was big for him yeah mm-hmm. um all right but uh, yeah um let's talk so. about
1: let's talk about your team then uh I mean I guess in a vacuum you got to be pretty happy with 124.0 oh nine.
0: absolutely <laughs> yeah
1: you know, you definitely yeah. think that that would be enough uh and I mean Outside of basically Noah Fant, everyone on your team had, had pretty good games as well. Uh, do you do you want to air your grievances with Noah Fant right now? <laughs> well,
0: I just want I just want to be clear that like 124, like I, everyone had great weeks. Like my my preparation for the playoffs, like I, I went after Tom Brady. I mean, 15.6. It's not great but it doesn't you know it doesn't kill you um i I went after derrick henry and he got me 200 yards and two touchdowns um carson got carson got
1: don't don't trade away derrick henry just don't do it
0: (laughs) like keep him under yeah like carson carson got me 100 yards and a touchdown um i traded him i got him from tom while he was injured and tom needed to get some wins while i had the like you know i and i and i stashed rams d for like a month uh (laughs) and i i i I am very I am I'm, I'm not going to say like oh like my team could have, I mean it, it was really just Noah Fant but like it, you know I'm I'm very appreciative of the performance like that my team did very well um it's just the, the 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 tough thing with Noah Fant is that like I was checking my lineup up until 11:59 just to make sure everything was good to go and then like halfway through the first quarter I get an alert that Noah Fant had to go to the locker room with an illness and once you like in in normal times you're like oh illness like maybe he comes back out but as soon as i saw he went to the locker room with an illness i'm like there's there's no way he's coming back out like no matter what kind of illness it is um just from like a cover your ass liability there like there is no way that this guy is going to go back out on the field if he gets
1: yeah to go to the locker
0: room with an illness and then i
1: guess it sounds like it was food poisoning which man must have been must have been something bad.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think during the same alert, it was like halfway through the first quarter, the same alert, uh, it said that like another player on the Broncos was also like a surprise scratch with an yeah, illness, was, like uh, the same morning. So maybe it was a similar thing, but it was yeah. like, it's like, that would have been a nice thing to know before the kickoff. <laughs> right.
1: Well, you never know with food oh, boys yeah. because it does come on so quickly. Right. It might've really been like noon. And then, then he started feeling it, you know? Um, yeah. So hard to say i mean yeah i mean like we're talking about h- how big of a role luck plays i mean i think i think we can safely say that noah fant would have scored at least one point so if if noah fant had not cut food poisoning you would have won this game and it's like yeah you know? well any
0: any number of things could have had like i mean that's okay. the luck thing right like like if, if this had come out before and like I had a tight end on my bench. Like it was like, I would have, I would have
1: put, yeah, uh, yeah. If, com, if I would have put two poisoning an hour earlier. <laughs> then you could yeah, in.
0: yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's just tough. Like, like we, like we went through with Henry's team. Like, you know, he had the perfect storm with, with Debo getting hurt and McCaffrey being hurt and Gibson being hurt. And then with my team, like Noah Fant got hurt, but just a little too late. And yeah. I it's just like, I, and obviously like one point it's, it's, 10 yards at any position, any guy, like, I, I think, I think I saw, like, you know, I'm not, yeah, I, I don't, I'm not going to get into the minute details because it's, it's, it's one point. Everyone knows how thin a margin of one point is. So, right, right. yeah, it's just, yeah, the, no, I like the, what makes this loss a lot tougher is just seeing the goose from Noah Fant and seeing the four from Cole Komet on my bench and yeah, just being yeah. like, why couldn't I have known this? <laughs> right. Uh, that's what, that's what makes it tough. But yeah, I mean, 124. like, I, I think I told Evan this like before or right, right after I had lost, I think I told him, you know, you know, like just a great week from Henry. Like, but if you, if you had told me I could have 124 points, like before the week started, like with, yeah, like even with a goose, like one of my guys gooses me and I still score 124. Like I'll take that 10 out of 10 times. So it's just one of those things. It, it, this, was, this was very easily the toughest loss I've had. And yeah, that's a tough like, one. It, it's not, like, it's, it's like not if even. You a,
1: if you lose a close one when your team sucks, you're like, well, I, I should have just done better. But, like, you lose a close one when your team plays really well. Like, where do I go from here? You know, it's just sometimes yeah. it's what happens. Yeah, There's a certain
0: amount of solace in that, like, I, I know I did everything. Yeah. That I, yeah, everything that I could to, to get. I mean, and another, like, I mean, just one other thing. like. If, if the Seahawks don't m- totally murder the Jets right away, then because yeah, nice. <laughs> then, then, they put Carlos Hyde in, and, like, you know, it's like if, Car- if Chris Carson gets 10 more yards, right, because they were just murdering the Jets, right? <laughs> it's yeah. just like, ah oh, man, it's just so many. And, but, I mean, Henry could say the same thing about his team. It was so close. Like, you know, if, if Henry had lost by a point, he could have said, you know, what if so-and-so gets 10 more yards? so. Nice. That's not, it's really just the Noah fan thing that pisses me <laughs> off. But yeah. anyway, I will, I, I, I need to, this will, once we stop talking about this, I need to just, uh, need to just move on, you know, oh, it's. Yeah. Just flush yeah. It. All All right,
1: flush so it. Henry moves on to the semifinals. He'll be facing Quinn. Uh, Quinn won a much lower scoring game against Joe. Uh, I think last week I was campaigning for Joe to, to get picked higher in the playoff draft uh and and i was proven pretty right on that uh joe put up 58 points quinn put up 74 but it was enough for an easy <laughs> win in this one i remember we were both excited about this matchup last week and that it turned out to be pretty much a dud um but quinn's moving on to the semis uh let's see what ha- what happened this week for quinn he did get 14 points from the chiefs defense against the dolphins which was big um Help kind of uh, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, it's such an average.
0: This is such a, like a when a team scores like seventy five. Yeah, it's right. Like, you know Look at it
1: like all these guys have five points. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think the big thing that prevented Quinn from being higher was Patrick Mahomes through three interceptions. Uh, he only had two on the year coming in, so yeah, definitely kind of an odd performance there. Um, but I mean, he still scored eighteen points because he had four hundred passing yards. <laughs> yeah,
0: Miami. Miami has a good defense. Um, okay, yeah. People forget, and I think, and I think this just continues to show the—I don't know if you call it like a theme or a like a hypothesis. Like when team, when not when Quinn doesn't have Miles Gaskin, the his team just is awful. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like it just, it just like I it's just there. It's just tough when you gotta. It's tough when you gotta start like Edo Smith, right? Yeah. Like it just like paraman I'm surprised. I guess probably the best performance from Quinn is getting nine from Curtis Samuel. People are saying he had some COVID concerns. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. So DJ Moore did miss the game with COVID, but Samuel was uh, allowed to play. So yeah, he scored nine points. I mean, Samuel's been pretty good this year. So nine points isn't definitely isn't out of the realm. Yeah, Samuel. But it was yeah nice to have him playing for sure. Oh yeah.
0: So Miko got that return touchdown, didn't he? Didn't so that's that's what six yeah. of Kansas City's points. I think Miko had a. Punt return touchdown.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, but I mean, he Quinn also got just kind of even from his stars some disappointing games. Like Aaron Jones only had seven and a half. Uh, Michael Thomas hasn't really been great with Taysom Hill. Um, like he's getting a lot of volume, but Michael Thomas still hasn't scored a touchdown this season. <laughs> yeah man uh, and he did have 84 yards so you can't really complain but you know out of somebody like michael thomas you know you're hoping for 15 or whatever which yeah he hasn't really done this year he hasn't, hasn't had a good year at all
0: easily the most disappointing wide receiver i i yeah. i've i've had him all year in hockey house and man it's been it's been tough sledding
1: yeah i mean i mean so i drafted michael thomas right and then traded him to Quinn um but yeah it was right it's rough getting like one game out of your first rounder and then seeing him miss a bunch of time and then even when he comes back it'll be interesting to see how thomas does with drew breeze uh but that probably won't even really affect uh fantasy much this year because it sounds like breeze won't play this weekend uh so yeah you you might get a week 16 start from breeze um
0: so yeah i remember being i remember being stoked because i got uh i got thomas at like 12 or something in hockey house and i was like i was like fuck yeah you all are fucking idiots and he's just had such a bad year
1: (laughs) yeah right i mean because coming off last year like literally maybe the best receiver season of all time like he set the record for receptions um and was just insane all season and just hasn't been that this year uh yeah it's it's clear that he's still like not 100 percent from that injury you know and having Taysom hill under center doesn't help either so
0: yeah, um, this will be kind of a transition from Quinn's team to, to Joe's team, but uh Quinn and I were texting on Sunday night before the uh Ravens steal. Or, or was Ravens Steelers was that Sunday or Monday night?
1: Ravens Browns on, on Monday night,
0: yeah. It, yeah, yeah. So 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 Quinn Quinn was saying like we were just talking and, and I think so Joe was up twenty-one and Quinn Quinn was like, What do you like what do you think's gonna happen? And I was like I, I was like, I think you need one of uh, these guys, like Johnson or, or James Conner, I was like, I think you just need one of these guys to flop tonight because I was like, the Ravens D is, you know, too good to, you know, score less than, oh yeah. So Ravens was Monday night with Cleveland. Yeah, Steelers, yeah, Steelers sure. were Sunday night with Buffalo. Right. Um, and I was like, Ravens D is too, like too good. They're going to score like five points. So you need like Johnson or James Conner to, to suck and score like less than like six or seven and then turns out <laughs> I, I was all, joking.
1: all of these people sucked including- yeah yeah i,
0: I texted him at uh like halfway through the game i was like plot twist both these guys just fucking flop <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah what is I, yeah.
1: the steelers are really hard to get a read on for fantasy you know in real life and for fantasy purposes this year because it's like you know if, if you had told me before the year that the Steelers would be 11 and 2 at This point, I would have said James Connor is like RB3 or something, right? That's uh, a good point. And especially in the last you know, six weeks or so, James Connor has been pretty bad. He missed the last couple of weeks due to injury, but he only put up two points this week, uh, in a game that he was healthy for. Uh, Deontay Johnson is all over the map. <laughs> he had three drops this week, uh, only put up 40 yards in that game. I mean, he's a very classic guy who's going to give you like three points or seventeen, and it's going to like go back and forth between those two. um Yeah, so I I think Joe's frustration with, with re- having to rely on Musculer's offense showed this year, and, and it got him in the end, uh, eliminated him from the playoffs. You know, if he gets ten points out of both those guys, which is very possible, uh, yeah, then then we're looking at a different story here, but. Yeah, disappointing week from Joe's team overall. Adam Thielen also let him down, uh, as we knew a Vikings player would for Joe in the fantasy playoffs. Only put up four points.
0: Uh, Joe- yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty, fi- it's pretty fitting that uh, Joe Th- Thielen kind of, kind of yeah. helped do Joe in for, uh, for fantasy because people forget Joe didn't draft his team. <laughs>
1: <laughs> people forget. Yeah, uh, Justin Herbert is coming back down to earth, too. He's had three pretty mediocre games in a row. Uh, I definitely think that there was some aspect of Herbert's success before that had been due to kind of an unsustainable touchdown rate, and now that that's dropping back down to earth, he's having some trouble for sure.
0: Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, what can you uh, – I mean, we not to, like, pile on – Joe. I think, like, part of it for – like, when, you, when your team scores 58, like – Joe kind of like ex, accepted it and it's just like it's a little different like when you lose when you score 58 versus like when you lose when you score 120 it's like yeah. both both guys are losers but the guy who scores 58 it's I think it's a little easier to swallow when it's just like your team just yeah, everyone so your team
1: just isn't that good <laughs> you know yeah that, that was kind of the case here like a bunch of these guys sat down weeks but I, I don't really think that Joe- I still
0: th- I, I still think Joe's team is like you know I, it, this is a good team with a lot of quality players on it. Yeah, you know, I think I think it's just, like like this is there's a reason why Joe fell to third, like it fell to Quinn, like why me and uh, me and Tim didn't want to play Joe. Mm. I still think Joe's team is, you know, well was was a good team. Rest in peace. Yeah. Rest in peace. Um, that 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 Browns Ravens Monday Night game was oh, bonkers.
1: Man. That was so that was so great. We had the Lamar Jackson pooping his pants. Uh, side so we had the we had the worst bad beat in the history of bad beats on that final safety from the ravens uh yeah the only thing that could have made that better i guess was if that safety had flipped this fantasy game uh it did not <laughs> but
0: well man. i was thinking like i was thinking maybe so once once henry once chubb got ahead of me and this game was close at the end mm-hmm. i was thinking like what if what if something fucky like that happens where like someone tries to do a lateral and it like is a fumble and then someone recovers it. And, but that, then I was thinking like, Chubb's not going to be on the field. It's going to be hunt on the field. So I was like, yeah, I, I thought
1: was, that too. Like while that play was happening, I was like, Oh shit, is, is Nick Chubb on the field? Like, are we going to get a no, on yeah. yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't there. So.
0: Right. So yeah, that like, like when the, like when the Browns were doing their two minute drill to tie it up, uh, Hunt was on the field the whole time. And so I, I once that yeah. kind of happened, I just shut it off because I was like, Chubb's not, Chubb's not getting back on the field unless this goes into overtime. And mm-hmm. in that case, like, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it, it was, it was painful. It was painful because uh, I checked my, I, I, I didn't check my phone at work for so long. And, and uh, at halftime, it happened to be halftime. And I checked my phone and Chubb is at like 17.7 yeah. or something. And uh, he needed like 21 and a half or something and I was like well I'm fucked. Uh, <laughs> and and then I and then I I, di- I didn't I didn't I didn't check it for like the rest of like until I texted Henry because like, I was just so convinced that like oh uh, pretty much I was convinced that like what happened was gonna happen like I knew that Chubb was just gonna like get it right at the end. (laughs) Yeah. I I just had, I just had a feeling. Um, It's funny. It's funny. I was texting, I was texting Henry going into Monday night. I was like, I was like, I don't feel good about this. (laughs) Uh, I would have, yeah, it's, it's funny because in my head, I was like, a hundred yards, a hundred yards and two touchdowns is 22 fantasy points. And in my head, I was like, man, I really wish this lead was like 25. And it's like it's funny because that's like exactly it's like exactly what happened. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, well,
1: right. uh, let's let's move on to the third playoff game we had. Uh, I'm going to do Ethan versus Tim next. Uh, this was also a, a fairly high scoring game. Ethan won this one. One hundred and eleven to one hundred and three for Tim. Uh, I think this what this qualifies as definitely an upset. Um, I think all year long we had kind of looked at Tim's team as, as a, a team that was definitely in contention, and Ethan's team had, had really kind of struggled down the stretch before turning it around in the last week or two because everyone kind of got healthy at the same time. Um, and T.Y. Hilton.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's too, I mean, you're very you the lead a little bit. Like it's T.Y. Right? Like that's yeah. that's the so- the story of this game. Is I mean, I, I mean, you got to hand it to Ethan for the 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 waiver activity in the speculative ad um but yeah. it's it's getting lucky with ty and, and, and i don't want to say like again i don't want to say luck is like half of fantasy is luck and you, you in this situation ethan kind of made his own luck by being active on the waiver wire and i saw after ty had that good week a couple weeks ago i was like this is a flash in the pan this is bullshit but ethan to his credit he picked him up and you know it totally changed the ceiling of his team um and that's just kind of how it can go in fantasy. Uh, but like Ty is the story of this game. It's the story of this matchup. It's the story of Ethan's team. Like, I don't, I don't, I, I, I'm trying not to like oversimplify what happened. I, but I mean, if it's really, you, if
1: really you, really incredible. You look at Ty's line. It's like he has more receiving yards in the last three weeks than he probably had all year long.
0: He uh, did. I, that, I, I, you know, I, I want more people, touchdowns in that time. I want people to understand that that Ty. He didn't have a wide res- so wide re- when you talk about wide receiver one weeks conventionally in fantasy that means a top twelve finish for a fantasy wide receiver. He didn't have a top twelve finish, a wide receiver one finish, all year this year and all year last year. Like it, it's been a long time, or maybe, or maybe like week one last year or something. But he he had gone like he had gone like twenty games or something like more than like more than 20 games he 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 had gone such a long time without a wide receiver one performance and he's just he's just like three in a row like that's yeah
1: i mean that's it's it's crazy that's for you here uh so the first the first nine games that ty played this year uh, he, he had 327 yards and no touchdowns that is that is extremely bad the last three games he has 277 yards and four touchdowns so he's like essentially the same yardage in the last three as in the first nine plus adding in four touchdowns in that time I mean it's so bizarre I mean like I have to imagine that he was dealing with some kind of injury stuff it's T.Y. Hilton so he's always halfway injured uh and then he must just be feeling better now on the same page as Philip Rivers you know yeah back this year uh you never know I mean I I don't I don't necessarily think that he's going to do it again this week but he also he might <laughs> you never know. Uh, they're playing the Texans that's certainly a good matchup. So
0: yeah. Um but yeah and then the the the, the Bears offense was great against um <laughs> the Texans and <laughs> the but like this,
1: best I, of the season.
0: But I do but I do think like that the reason why I qualify that is because um it was a little bit expected. Um like that was I feel like I feel like I mentioned this on a previous episode, like I, I, I noticed that Ethan had Chicago had Houston the first week of the fantasy playoffs, and Zeke had Cincinnati the first week of the fantasy playoffs. Yeah. Um, so like obviously, Alan Robinson had a great week. David Montgomery had a great week, but I was kind of expecting them to. Um, Russell Gage. I mean, yeah, I would almost no, say I
1: would, Gage for a yeah. nine-yard passing touchdown. <laughs>
0: Like, yeah that's pretty that's pretty wild um <laughs> so was that the was that the difference
1: uh, so that's that's not, really close 7.9 not quite but it was it was yeah. one
0: oh
1: well it's not 7.9 because it's passing yardage uh it's like oh
0: yeah you're right yeah,
1: half yeah thereabouts uh yeah, but yeah, that's definitely helped make it more comfortable for you then.
0: but yeah i mean like yeah I, yeah I think i think this 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 game this week i mean it's it's Ty, man. It's Ty. Um, yeah. You look at Tim, you look at Tim's team. He had a he had just a solid game. Usual suspects. Um, I mean, it just I mean, you probably you probably would like a little bit more from Cole Beasley, um, <laughs> yes. but 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 I mean, it's it's Cole Beasley, right? And and I, and I get and I you you probably want more like ten from Jacobs. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But even but even if Beasley gets you three more points and Jacobs gets you three more points, like you're still not winning. Uh, so,
1: uh, are, we, are we gonna talk about the, the the Josh Jacobs saga and and how that? Oh works? yeah,
0: oh yeah, I almost forgot about that. This is,
1: this is my favorite, my favorite storyline of the week. Uh, oh man, this is amazing. So I don't,
0: I don't want to, just before you say anything. Like Tim has, Tim has recognized that he. I don't want to be too hard on Tim. You know, yeah, he, yeah. he 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 recognized that he fucked up, and he, you know, everyone has those moments where they just like you're just in kind of an emotional frenzy so that that, you can keep say your thing So,
1: so the situation here right so josh jacobs about what was it probably half an hour an hour before uh their game was scheduled to kick off uh goes on like instagram or something and says like i'm not playing today like he had been on the injury list all week but we we had all assumed that he was going to play um but then he you know, goes on Instagram and says that, and, and I think Tim sees that and immediately freaks out uh, and says, okay, i gotta, I got to get another option here. This is in the late window, so his options were sort of limited. Uh, for whatever reason, Tim picks uh, Washington wide receiver Cam Sims as his backup option, and he says, okay, if Jacobs isn't going to go, then I'm going to start Cam Sims. Uh, in order to do that, he dropped the Seahawks defense, who were playing the Jets. Um, right and cleveland
0: had baltimore monday night
1: that's the biggest that's the biggest flaw in in this move i think so picking up an insurance option someone like cam sims i don't hate that move in a vacuum but dropping the seahawks defense that he should have been starting this week is is a bizarre move to me I, i mean like if you have a defense that is playing the jets you start them and like Tim had one on his roster and dropped them before he could start them, and then and then he started the Browns' defense. They put up zero against the Ravens. Like you don't typically want to start a defense against the Ravens. Like they're an okay matchup, but certainly not when you want to target. Uh, I was confused by that. It turned out that Josh Jacobs played anyways. Uh, it was reported almost immediately after he <laughs> sent out that IG that um, he was going to play. Like Shepard was on it immediately. So I don't really know what Tim's thought process here was. Uh, he was relying on incomplete information and, and made a move that didn't make sense, even if the information had been correct. So I was a little confused by that. As it turns out, if he had just started Seahawks defense instead of the Browns defense, he would have won this game. <laughs> uh, the Seahawks team put up 13, I believe it was. So uh, that makes this tough. That definitely makes this tough to swallow. <laughs> he had it right there and and didn't do it. Yeah, I
0: don't. I, I don't want you. You kind of covered it. I don't want to be too like Tim. I was texting Tim. He, I, I wasn't gonna pile on him, but he he reached out to me and he said he said that he fucked himself and, you know, J- J- Jacobs was trolling and that he kind of like wasn't thinking straight or whatever. And I, so I don't. I, I yeah. I just I don't. I don't. What I don't get is um like Cam Sims. It's not like if if Tim had been picking up like. Um say uh who's the backup Booker? Like, say like yeah. say Booker say it's available, but
1: yeah. So funny, yeah,
0: yeah, say say hypothetically like Booker was on the wire um available and Tim at like two thirty goes to scoop him up kind of frantically and, and, and drops Seattle's defense kind of like in kind of like a frantic moment. Right. Like I would kind of get that, but I, like, didn't know who Cam Sims was. Yeah, right. Right, so I think that's kind of the thing is that, like, so this was at, like, if I remember right, it was, like, 2 o'clock or something, 2.30, and Tim dropped um, – added Cam Sims, dropped Seattle as kind of insurance in case Jacobs didn't play. Where, like, if you if, if Tim had just waited until the 3.30 – you know, th- until it was about to start, like, right. he could have had his full pick of – you know say, let's say someone picks up Cam Sims somehow, like you could have yeah, had, no and, do that. You, 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 <laughs> you could have, you could, even if someone did like, you could have had any number of other guys in the three thirty slate, Sunday night slate, Monday night slate. Like there would have been, there would have been options to pivot to. Um, and I'm sure Tim knows that now. And i I'm sure. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to pile on too much. You know, it may, you know, maybe he was thinking, thinking, uh, like, yeah well I was I was talking maybe, to him. He, maybe he wanted to hang on to Cleveland because I think doesn't Cleveland have a good matchup
1: yeah so I was talking 15, to him 15-16 I was talking to him about this and I said like why why weren't you starting the Seahawks defense and he said like well I wanted to keep the Browns because they're playing the Giants in the week 15 and the Jets in week 16 and he thought that he I mean I think at the time he was ahead in the projections in this game so uh, you know that that gives us a solid lesson here is don't overlook a playoff opponent. Like if right. you're playoff, you need to win this week and next week. You know if you have to sacrifice a a, uh, a defense especially that you really like for next week, that's fine. You know maybe you can get them back anyways because there aren't that many teams left still playing. Um, but I mean you got you got to beat the person in front of you, <laughs> and uh, right. Tim kind of overlooked him and you know that that cost him the game. So.
0: Yeah, that's kind of the fantasy gods punishing you a little bit. Like, that's kind of what I, when I saw that, when I saw that Tim dropped Seattle, that was kind of what my mind first jumped to. It was that, um, Ethan's a pretty heavy favorite this week and Cleveland has good matchups 15 16. Mm -hmm. But then, but, but, but you have to treat the fantasy playoffs as a one week season. You can't, you, you gotta, you, you, you need to just, treat it like it's the you have to treat each week that like it's the championship and um and uh, yeah and i'm sure tim knows that now but yeah i i don't don't really fall like so like it's kind of like two separate mistakes it was the one mistake was dropping dropping seattle when like but when you like should have focused more on this week but like honestly like i don't think that's i don't think that's as bad as just like just waiting until you need to make a roster move well you know i guess
1: yeah if he had just waited it out 20 more minutes he would have been fine
0: (laughs) you know yeah because it wasn't like it's so but i want to be clear like had booker been available then i would have understood like if tim does the same move but it's booker not cam sims like then I get it because, like, Jacobs is saying that he's not playing, right? Like, I, it's it's hard to tell that it's it's murky, it's unclear. But Cam Sims is such a replaceable, yeah, right. um, like, like, fa- like fantasy was, asset, was, right? Like, there was, was, was no reason, so. right? There, there was no reason for Tim to pick up Cam Sims an hour or an hour and a half before kickoff. I think that mistake is like more egregious than dropping one defense or the other. Mm. Um, I think, like, the drop itself is that it, it, it was too soon. Yeah. Um,
1: um, before we move on, I, I've got one more thing uh, on Tim's team. Uh, shout out to Cam Akers for putting up 194 total yards on Thursday Night Football.
0: Oh, man, um, he didn't have any touchdowns? Wow.
1: No, he didn't have any touchdowns. So he got 29 carries for 171 yards. Cam Akers officially took over the Rams' backfield. Uh, It finally happened that the Rams picked a running back. He outtouched the other two, 31 to two. So... Congrats to Cam Akers. Uh, that guy's gonna get picked like eighth overall next
0: year. I was gonna say, where is Cam Akers going in fantasy drafts? <laughs> I mean, this is this is exactly the kind of thing that we talk about, like the last few weeks of the season, yeah. when guys like guys start to pop off. Like
1: he, he's totally like assuming assuming they keep using him as their as their primary back, which, which is not a given, but probably will happen. Uh, he's going to go first round. I, I think almost certainly. Like the Rams are yeah. a good defense where if you funneled all of their running back stuff or good enough offense, excuse me if you funneled all of their running backs into one person like they are doing now, uh, that person probably would have been an RB one this year. It's just the thing is there were three of them and you didn't know which one of them was going to be. Yeah. I think for next year, the the Cam Akers hype train is going to be wild.
0: Yeah. I think, I think people are, um, there's just like a, there's just like a cognitive like recency bias, like and especially like in the fantasy playoffs, like it's high stakes. If you perform well in the fantasy playoffs, like people remember it. Um, so I think if Cam Akers – I'm not saying he has to put up 19 week 15 and 16, but if he can score at least 10 yeah. the next two weeks, I think he's a locked and loaded first-round pick. Um, but if he if he slips up and scores five or six the next two weeks, yeah. um, I could see him back half of the second round, yeah. something top half of the third round, something like that.
1: All right, let's move on to the fourth playoff matchup. Uh, this was another kind of bummer of a game, <laughs> a bit closer than, than some of the others, but this one was Ryan versus Andrew. Um, so Ryan won this one 72 to 69. Uh, Andrew, the one seed, loses. Uh, kind of a disappointing end for Andrew here. Uh, but as he keeps saying, his team wasn't that good to begin with. I think he's selling himself a bit short. I think this team was fine. Uh, it just had a pretty rough week at the worst time. Uh I guess let's talk. Ryan won this game. Let's talk about Ryan's team first.
0: No, I, so I want to. I want to say I'm. I'm a. I'm, a I, I'm not. I'm not letting Andrew get away so so fast. Uh, <laughs> it, it, so like, it, Andrew kind of sent the the thing to the group chat. Like, uh, you know, like my team is my team not that good. It, it, you know, because that kind of like, like so like like I lost. I scored a lot of points this year. Tim lost. When you talk about like total points on the year, Uh Andrew, Andrew was right behind me and Tim. Like I I I don't like Andrew losing this week. Like this is not like, oh, like Andrew's team like was like like a like a fraud and like phony team good. Like Andrew had a really good team. Andrew sucked this week. Andrew lost. Like I don't I don't want Andrew like me and Tim. I guess what I'm annoyed with is like me and Tim had to face the music. Andrew also needs to face the music Uh, that's all that's all is that fair Uh,
1: yeah sure Um, (laughs) yeah I mean Andrew wasn't exactly progressively making moves to improve his team throughout the year but that being said like I look at this lineup and I think that this team could have very easily at least won this game I mean like he's got he's got the guys here um and I, I guess while we're on it let's just do Andrew's team first well direct,
0: like a direct quote from you Evan is I remember a f- like a month ago you said you would certainly expect the Schaefer Bowl winner this year to come from the group of me Andrew 10 right yeah so so, yeah. If you, so right so if you so if you just take that like Andrew losing this week like it's not this like like oh my team wasn't that good like blah, yeah, blah, I, really blah.
1: Don't, I really don't think that was it I mean and he got a, a good performance as <clears throat> usual out of Dalvin cook he scored 17 points. Kyler Murray was fine. He put up 18 and a half. Like it's not excellent to like you get sometimes with Kyler Murray, but it's good. I think the big disappointment is Justin Jefferson only scoring six points. I mean, Jefferson has been huge for Andrew this year. And, you know, like we've been talking about all year outside of those three guys, there's just not much else on this team. So if one of the falters and another one of the three is only okay, then Andrew's team is probably not going to win. That just hasn't happened very often this year (laughs) and it happened in week 14. So
0: Right. I mean, like, Godwin didn't have a great week either. So it's like, yeah, yeah. if you have a couple – and then when you're, fl- you're flexing rugs and Gallup, it's just there's – the margin for error is thin with Andrew's team.
1: Right, right. Yeah, and it definitely kind of all came crashing down this week. I mean, even somebody like Melvin Gordon had, like, a fine week. He put up nine points. Gordon's actually been playing fairly well lately. Um, like, Jared Cook scored a touchdown. <laughs> you know, he hadn't done that. Uh, I guess he scored last week too. Man, Jared Cook. What a guy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I just I I think this week if if you just talk about um the fantasy gods, um the fantasy gods did not like Tim and I's Tim and mine's shenanigans. Uh, Yep. it it didn't and Tim did a little bit more shenanigans by uh, you know, maybe maybe looking ahead past Ethan and, and dropping Seattle instead of Cleveland. So the fancy gods didn't like that, punished Ethan accordingly. Fancy gods did not like what I did, punished me accordingly. And just to rub it in a little bit, Ryan put up seventy-two. Uh, <laughs> what if, what if, if I if I had stayed in the one seed slot? Um, right. And I, I, I'm not, I, and I'm not even like revisionist historying it. Like I would have picked Ryan. Like uh, he was clearly the choice, and would have beaten Ryan by like fifty points. So <laughs> yeah. that I will, I I I will be. Um, I will be much more hesitant. I'll, I'll, I will tread much more carefully in the future before I decide to to, to test the fantasy gods. Right. Um, right. They, they definitely displayed their might this year with me and Tim.
1: Yeah, you got to be careful with that. So, yeah, I guess if we want to talk about Ryan's team. So he only scored 72 points, uh, although he would have had more like 78 or 79. Uh, he, he removed Jarvis Landry from his lineup uh, to clinch the win on Monday night. Uh he scored, he scored 72 in like the weirdest way possible. And then he had three guys with like really good games and then nobody else scored like anything. So Jonathan Taylor, uh, had a really good game, 150 yards, two touchdowns, Travis, Kelsey, 130 yards, a touchdown, uh, Watson was fine. So everyone else was bad (laughs) and it worked out for Ryan. Uh,
0: Yeah. Yeah. I guess Ryan's Ryan's score is a little understated because he had, um, what did Jarvis end up putting up? Uh, 5.6. Five half, yeah. So, so he, so, so Andrew was all done and Ryan was winning and had Landry Monday night and he sat Landry, um, just, you know, just in case, cause the score was close enough. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, and it's the playoffs, like points don't matter unless you, well, cause we don't have weekly bonus. Right. Nope. Right. So it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Um, right. So um, he not he
1: so he. Kid, I've been in a running for that, anyways.
0: <laughs> right? No, that's that, I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like generally speaking, like. Yeah,
1: uh, it, it's pretty crazy for Ryan. You know, he had Devontae Parker uh, did not have a catch. Debo uh, Samuel hurt himself. Uh, had only nine yards. Chase Claypool had 15 yards. Like uh, New Orleans defense only scored two points against the Eagles. Like, all of those things happened, and Ryan still came out with a win.
0: Was still able to bench a guy Monday night. <laughs> yeah, right,
1: right. He he had the he had the other one bagged. Only yeah. One bag. uh, yeah, yeah. It, it's not it's not what you expect, but you know, a, a win's a win in the playoffs. And you know, we're talking about how much of a crapshoot all these games are. Like just the fact that you're in the final four, like Ryan, like you have a shot at, at winning a uh, Schaefer Bowl. So
0: I'm absolutely rooting for we're rooting for Ryan, right?
1: Uh, I I think. I wanna I wanna say this for the record on the pod. I'm rooting for Henry, but I definitely wouldn't hate it if Ryan
0: won. I, I want, want Ryan to win because a, a, a five and eight champ a five and eight champ will be hysterical.
1: Well, I think we've already had that. I think Jay, I want to say Jay, the year that he won was five and eight. Uh, but oh, do was it? That. I'd have to I'd have to look it up. Um, but yeah, that that would be pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> also, I think Ryan was like eighth in the league in scoring, right? So he was like the the minimum possible. Uh, <laughs> playoff entrant but he did it
0: he got he got the wild card being the eighth highest scoring team yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, that's pretty funny yeah. uh you got anything mm-hmm. else on ryan's team um you pretty much like watson had 17 taylor had 29 kelsey had 20 and then everyone else scored less than two yeah <laughs> it's uh yeah it's a pretty pretty crazy week um <laughs> Jonathan Taylor has been impressive um, in, in, a, in a Cam Akers-esque way. Um, people were kind of ready to bail on Jonathan Taylor um, okay. like, a, like, a month, few, like a month ago.
1: A few weeks there where he like halfway got benched, but then he came back from it and, and started uh, getting the majority of the workload again. So I don't quite know what the Colts coaching staff was thinking during that time. I don't know why they weren't giving Taylor
0: – much, to be fair, better. like he, he wasn't very good though like he it, it was yeah. a weird yeah. like he was, I remember reading this stat in like week it was week like 8 or like when he was sucking it was like week 8 or something mm. um it was that Jordan Wilkins versus Jonathan Taylor like tackles broken the like that's this year like like Jordan Wilkins had like like 200 less carries through week 8 than Jonathan Taylor did uh-huh. but but Wilkins had like 10 broken tackles and Taylor had like two Yeah, or something. It was like something insane like that. Like it was it was like Taylor was not playing well, but Hey, I guess he, he's turned it on. So good for him.
1: It's kind of interesting in the last you know, six weeks or so, the Colts have flipped from like a defense first team to an offense first team. Like the last four games they've allowed 31, 45, 20 and 27, but they've won three of the four because their offense is rolling now. Uh, and Taylor's been a part of that for sure um just as that becomes a more functioning offense it's a lot easier to score points uh
0: yeah. where are the Colts in the playoff picture
1: they're pretty safely in after they beat the Raiders because they're nine and four um so I
0: feel like I feel like the Colts are like the one team that no one is talking about for yeah. like actual playoffs like, I don't like
1: the Colts like I think they're really boring compared to like the rest of the AFC playoff uh, games. right but uh I, I'm pretty sure they're still in second place on the tiebreaker with Tennessee in their division. Uh, but I think they might even be the top wild card now. Um, so, I mean, they're going to make the playoffs unless they really blow it. But they've got games against Houston, uh, up, so they should be fine. They'll get, like, Wait, there
0: the- are seven playoff teams now? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. fair. God, this is so dumb. The seven – can we complain about this for a second? Yeah. The seven playoff, the seven playoff t- team thing is so dumb. Yeah, like, six
1: was just about perfect, and then seven's just gonna let in like another shitty team every year I th- I think the NFL might actually get lucky and have the seven seeds be really entertaining this year like it's going to wind up being like the Dolphins and the Cardinals or something and people are going to be like oh this is awesome but like usually the
0: Ravens are right there too
1: yeah right so it- this year it's going to like help us out but like last year it would have been like the uh the Mason Rudolph Steelers would have been the seven seed in the AFC and it's like nobody wanted to watch that team play more football so
0: right um, Yeah. Yeah. So the Colts are, the Colts are the sixth seed right now. They, they have a game on the Dolphins at seven and the Ravens at eight. So they're not quite.
1: Yeah. Just looking at their schedule though. I mean, they've got two pretty easy wins on there. At least they should, they should win those two games. So.
0: What does Baltimore? I think it doesn't Baltimore, Baltimore having
1: like the schedule? easiest possible schedule left? Like, right, going to win out. Um, I think the Dolphins are probably going to be the odd team out. I don't think they're as good as either of those other teams either. So
0: yeah, yeah, Ravens have Jags, Giants wall.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, um. All right, Ben. Do we want to move on to the, the consolation games here? Uh, kind of briefly.
0: I mean, sort like uh, so the the branding on this was poor because I was not I was not exposed. This is like um, this is like mid twenty tens early 2010s MLS, like, uh, I just, I couldn't find the games. So I, I didn't really, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't really follow them. Uh, I, I wasn't able to yeah. figure it out. So maybe you take the lead on the consolation, okay. because um, uh, yeah,
1: the, the broadcasting
0: know. of it was not very effective on this platform.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty pissed off at Yahoo for not scheduling a consolation bracket. Like, how easy is that to program in, guys? Like, just do it. Uh, like, like, what is the downside here? Uh, I don't understand. But yeah, they don't. They don't have one in 18 playoff leagues. So that's that's how we're rolling with it. Uh, so Ben, for your information, I played Nick in the consolation. I lost. My team is very bad. I don't want to talk about it much more than just saying uh, I got a total of six games out of my first and second round picks this season, which. Is not ideal. (laughs) It's not a good way to win fantasy football games. Um God, everyone kinda sucked this week, didn't they? I'm I'm glad that this fantasy season is over. I mean to be fair, you traded
0: for McCaffrey, right?
1: Yeah, but at the time, I mean like like him and – so I, I essentially traded him for Michael Thomas. Both of them returned at the same time. But
0: oh, yeah, that's right. McCaffrey yeah,
1: yeah. hurt himself twice.
0: Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, good so point.
1: All, all, all season long, or, you know, the last several weeks, once I had known that I was eliminated from the regular playoffs, I was thinking, okay, like, if I can roll into the consolation bracket with Christian McCaffrey and Kenny Galladay and, you know, Woods and Cup and whoever, like, that's a good consolation team. Like, I can maybe do something then. But naturally, like, McCaffrey hurt himself again – Galladay has been out with the same injury, but not on IR since week eight. <laughs> it's like, what are we, what are we doing guys? I don't know. So that that's it for my team. Uh, good riddance. <laughs> Excited to start over next year with the number two pick. Um,
0: Who are you going to pick?
1: Uh, we talked about this a bit yesterday, Ben. Uh, obviously I don't, I don't really know what the, the landscape is going to look like in August, but I, I certainly imagine the number, t- the number one pick will come down to Derek Henry or Christian McCaffrey. Uh, So I'll probably just wind up taking whoever is left (laughs) from that group.
0: No, Evan, this is your prime. Everyone's going to be listening. This is your prime opportunity to throw a little smoke screen.
1: Okay. Uh, Whoever's picking first should pick Dalvin Cook. (laughs) That's what I think. Uh, All right. So Nick Nick beat me in this game. Uh, Nick's team had a pretty good week. Uh, He put up 88 points. Is that right?
0: Uh, Oh, I was looking at your team.
1: He put up 90. Nick put up 90. Yeah. Um,
0: Can we start with your team? I'm already on your team.
1: Oh, I, I I was done with my team. That's it.
0: Oh, we, want- didn't want, we didn't want we didn't want to talk about J.K. Dobbins. He had a good week. I mean, like we can if you want. I don't know. I don't uh, know what Where that. do you think? Where do you think? Excuse me, I just burped. <laughs> 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 um, where do you think Dobbins goes in fantasy draft? He's kind of similar to Cam Akers. I'm gonna uh, guess it's
1: gonna be like well, but it, it's similar to Cam Akers, but it's a lot less clear cut. I'm gonna guess Dobbins goes like late second early third uh, un- unless he really takes over the job in the last three weeks here because because he's like sort of he's been their lead back but it's not overwhelming um I guess it seems likely that Mark Ingram won't be back on the Ravens so maybe that'll help his draft position somewhat I don't know like I wouldn't pick him first round that's for sure um, but I think second
0: um Gus Edwards is a free agent too
1: oh, okay if he's the only one left I could see the hype train getting rolling for Dobbins for sure Uh, Because I mean, he's played really well. Like when he gets the ball, he he does a very good job with it. I think Um, his yards per carry is really high, Uh, like over five yards per carry. So I don't know. That'll be interesting.
0: Oh, now he's he's a restricted, so he'll probably be back. Yeah, you never know. I I don't know how. Again, I have no idea how football fancy or football salary caps work. It's confusing. Um, But yeah, Dobbins is really just the one guy I wanted to touch on just for that reason. Like I'm interested to see, I mean, I think this is important, like for people who are out of fantasy, like I won't be paying nearly as close of attention as I normally do, but as some free fantasy advice that I like to give from time to time on this podcast for our loyal listeners, I think it's important to like, if you are out of the playoff contention or whatever, in like week 13 week 12 and you just check out and you just don't pay attention like if you think about it if you're not paying attention from week 13 through week 17 that's over a quarter of the NFL season
1: yeah you're missing right. like a third of the season and you're missing, right like, like the most relevant information for next year So right it,
0: it, like I think I think it's important it's important to still have your like what's the like finger on the pulse or you you know you know what I mean
1: try to at least check in kind of at the end of the year and see how every team's situation is see which guys I want to think about looking at next year and kind of just get 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 a frame of mind for how to think about the draft
0: right because if you because if you think about it like everyone this is where people who pay are paying attention will have an advantage um during the draft season because the people who aren't paying attention like what do we look at what do we look at when we're doing um, drafting? What do you look, what, what statistic do you most commonly look at?
1: Uh, like how much they scored last year? <laughs>
0: right, right. Like full season. Like, like, like. Oh, like Dobbins finished running back thirty-two. Um yeah. Cam Akers finished running back thirty-six. And those are the kinds of metrics that you look at when you're drafting. And that doesn't, in some situations, it doesn't give you an accurate picture, right? Because Dobbins and Akers, they really turned it on the last quarter of the season, but that's not going to be reflected in the fantasy, you know, draft mock, the draft rankings where they just have like, oh, this guy scored this many points and was running back 34 or whatever. You know, it's, it's just something important that you need to be aware of.
1: Uh, all right, let's move on to Nick's team then. Uh, so Nick won this game in the consolation against me. He put up 90 points. Uh, this game was actually pretty close and low scoring for quite a while. And then Miles Sanders and Aaron Rodgers kind of pooped on me, man. Miles Sanders putting up easily his best game of the season, uh, 25 points against the Saints defense. I was like, what is going on here? <laughs> like, I would have I bet a large amount of money that Miles Sanders was going to score like five points in this game. Uh, he had an 82 yard touchdown run. Uh, that basically clinched this one for Nick. Uh, Aaron Rodgers also did normal Aaron Rodgers things: three touchdowns, thirty-one points, uh, three touchdowns plus a rushing touchdown, I think. Um, so, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, I don't. I don't want to take. So I, I say this like this is always kind of like a tricky like narrative to pan, but. If so, like Miles Sanders did do the thing, like he did do the 82-yard touchdown, and you need to give him credit for that. Uh-huh. But if you but if you take that one play away, he scores 11 points this week.
1: Yeah, right. still wouldn't, still would have been enough to beat me, but
0: yeah. Right. So right. So it's, it's not like it's I, I yeah. So I'm trying to say like he did do the thing, and like he should be credited for doing the thing that he did. Yeah. Uh, but like when when we're talking about like Miles Sanders, like full season, like if you take away that 14-point play. Now all of a sudden it's his his weeks are eleven, zero, zero. Like he was hurt eleven, six, four, three, eleven. Like it's a little more in line with what he's been doing all year.
1: Yeah. Um I don't know. Anyone anyone else on this team that we want to talk about?
0: Um Rodgers had a great I think a lesson here is that if you have Aaron Rodgers. And he's playing an NFC North team. You start him. <laughs> uh, it just, it's, it's just I just
1: playing. You probably start him. He's our.
0: Well, yeah. well, I don't like. I don't like. Uh, Rogers hasn't been. I guess this was probably more of a last year thing. I think. I guess this year he's been very, very consistent. Yeah, he's but QB I'm not, I, this year. <laughs> he's QB what? QB three. QB three. Yeah, that's really good. But I remember last year he was Nick was or. Didn't Nick so Nick had Rogers last year?
1: Yeah, Nick had Cousins and Rodgers
0: last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the thing, and, and 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 Green Bay was playing Minnesota Week sixteen, right? And he was gonna have to, or Week yeah. fourteen, or whatever the fuck it was.
1: Yeah, on Monday night, the final game of the
0: fantasy season. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, that so this was the thing last year was that Rogers was a little shakier. Um, but he, but <laughs> it's funny because the wide receiving core is like the same this year. Uh, but the only difference is that Rogers kind of figured out like. Just quit throwing to MVS and just give it to yeah. just give it to Adams every Adams every play. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, um, I I don't have much else to it like Nick's team. I don't want to belabor the consolation teams too too much.
0: Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, Nick Nick won, so he's in contention for that number one pick. Everyone's chasing down in the consolation yeah. land.
1: Yeah. Um, um,
0: I Nick. So Nick's t- yeah. Nick's team does, does have
1: zero depth right now, uh, so he's really kind of white knuckling with the guys that he has. Uh, unfortunately, Hollywood Brown has COVID; is uh, going to miss this week, it looks like. So uh, he's going to be starting like Joshua Kelly or somebody bad because he hasn't bothered to like update his bench in a month.
0: Well, I just picked. I just picked up Benny Snell. Nice. So
1: <laughs> wait, why?
0: I think I saw when we were going through Joe's team. I saw that. I saw that James Conner was. He 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 yeah, tightened his hamstring or tightened running. his you're quad or something. Your
1: season is over.
0: <laughs> I know. I just wanted to stir the pot a little bit. All right. Uh,
1: let's let's move on to the final consolation. Wait, one thing
0: about one thing about Nick. It's uh, uh I think it, it's interesting that. Gip, oh yeah, it's Gibson is. Gip, did you see Kittle got taken? He's IR, designated to return. <laughs> How funny would it be if Nick got to the consolation championship and started George Kittle
1: and was able to? And then he's going to score more yeah. like points or something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'd be so down. I would be so down for this. I want to be clear. Now that I'm out of the playoffs, I'm going to air this. I we were shitting on Nick to drop George Kittle, but once I so at first it was genuine. Once I clinched fantasy playoff, like once I pretty much clinched the one seed, I was exclusively just saying that so I could stash George Kittle. Like, (laughs) I, like, once I, because once I, once I traded Kelsey to Ryan, I was 100% just hoping Nick would drop Kittle and then I would just stash him and, like, it didn't matter anyway because I lost, but, uh, yeah. We'll see. It's tough for Nick that we'll see how he does next this week with uh Brown being hurt. We'll see if maybe Antonio Gibson might be back. Um maybe, yeah. From his turf toe. We'll see. Um, um, but yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. So Nick,
0: one. Nick yeah. so you're you should be rooting for Nick in consolation, right? Because Nick will for sure draft and Cook number one, right?
1: <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Like we were talking about, uh, I think either Nick or Tony is very likely to pick well, more likely than anyone else to pick Dalvin Cook number one. Nick and Tony are playing each other in the consolation this week. So one of them is guaranteed to be in the consolation championship. So uh, could be an interesting storyline
0: there. It will, be, it will be interesting. But, yeah.
1: Um... Uh, yeah, let's, let's move on. Uh, the final one is Jay versus Tom. Uh, this was actually a rematch from week 13. Uh, but the opposite result, Jay won this one. Uh, he put up 93 points. Uh, I don't have what – what did Tom score? It wasn't very many. Uh, Tom put up 66. So This is the most frustrating
0: thing to have to navigate. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's very annoying because just, we just had to click through to the different teams and see uh, see where they're at. So uh, Jay put up 93. Uh, great week from Tyreek Hill. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, 79 yards and a touchdown. Plus like a rushing touchdown, a 32-yard rushing touchdown as well. God, oh,
0: um, that yeah, guy.
1: Classic. <laughs> Let's see what else. Kenyon Did Drake. Mike
0: Williams get hurt or –
1: uh, I think he did. It's listed as questionable now. Uh, the back. Oof. Uh, yeah, I don't know what, what happened to him. Yeah, it could just be a classic Mike Williams not getting any targets. But I, it looks. Yeah, no, that's good. the thing. Sometimes he probably got hurt. Um, would be my guess. Uh, fortunately, uh... he can just slot in like Keelan Cole has been playing pretty well, or Richard Higgins, or somebody like that. So. um i want to shout out also tim patrick having kind of like a sneaky usable year he scored a touchdown this week uh 36 yards uh, tim patrick is a broncos wide receiver for those of you who aren't yeah on the broncos
0: well we've been we've been looking ahead a little bit to draft for jackson's next year um tim patrick is easily one of the most confusing well i i, I have no idea where tim I'm patrick sure, is i'm sure go. that tim
1: patrick is gonna go in like the 12th round because nobody knows who he is but then like you know, he might be really useful. but
0: He, he has he has three 100-yard games this year.
1: Right. And six touchdowns. Um, he's been a thing. Uh, yeah, like, how many games is he out? Yeah, I mean, like... He's going to wind up with, like, 800 yards and seven touchdowns or something.
0: The like, thing he is, like, he, he has a good ceiling and a good floor. Like, he... he, I mean, because for, like, a wide receiver, if you see... You have to set the, the standard for consistency a little bit lower. Because, like, every wide receiver has dud weeks. Um... But like he only has, he only has like three weeks under. Four, he has four weeks under five points. Yeah. Which is pretty. Which is pretty. Cons- I know it doesn't sound and that it, consistent, but it is.
1: One of those was when they didn't have a quarterback. So.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, that was the New Orleans game, um, and then and I, and I guess another two of them were at the beginning of the year when maybe he just wasn't getting the snap count. Yeah. Right. Isn't he, is he a rookie?
1: uh he's either i think he might be a second year player second year guy play very much last year anyway
0: yeah so i mean if you take like week one and week two out of it because maybe he just wasn't getting the snap count you got you got week eight against the chargers where he goosed for maybe he was hurt or something who knows but then you have the new orleans game where they didn't have a quarterback every other game he's he's at least five points yeah it's Mm -hmm. pretty impressive um yeah i but also like Broncos might have a new quarterback next year. Like yeah, it, it's
1: gonna be tricky. Well and Cortland Sutton. Courtland Sutton should be back for them as well. He's going
0: Sutton out- will be back, right? That's a good point. Judy is Sutton gonna take a te-
1: Patrick, yeah.
0: Yeah, I forgot about Sutton. I was thinking about Jerry Judy like taking a step forward, but I forgot I think about Sutton. That could happen
1: too. But
0: yeah, man. I Tim Patrick is a very interesting um Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Uh you have anything else to Jay's team? I don't know if there's anything super relevatory here
0: uh i just got booted off of the let me see um 14 23 can I, yeah i mean once again starting drake and Edmonds works out for jay i, I feel like <laughs> yeah. i feel like that's that's kind of been the story of jay's team this year when both drake and Edmonds can give you something uh uh-huh. he he does he does just enough um yeah. I think that, I think that's kind of something that I've shoot that I, if you had told me and I, and I guess Jay's in the consolation. Yeah. There, right. It's not like it's not
1: very well, but, yeah, yeah, yeah uh,
0: I don't know. But like, it's, yeah, it's, it, he's winning games still with by yeah. doing it. It's kind of a funny, it's kind of a funny situation.
1: All right. Uh, let's talk about Tom then, uh, season's over for Tom. Uh, he season's over.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. he scored 66 points, uh, I had high hopes that he would win this rematch uh, with Jay, just as he did the first time. But alas, uh, Daryl Henderson was officially overtaken by Cam makers. Henderson had two carries for five yards, so that, that's a tough, uh, tough guy to have in your starting lineup. Um, we probably haven't shouted out Nelson Aguilar enough on this show. Aguilar having a pretty good year. He had 100 yards on a touchdown on Sunday. Uh, I mean, another guy who's just kind of like revitalized his career. I mean. He struggled in Philadelphia for sure, but having a good year in Vegas.
0: So I saw. I think I. I think I brought the stat uh, a few weeks ago on the pod, but it was something like in like four years with Carson Wentz, Agor had like four touchdowns or something, and Uh, in like and in like ten games with Derek Carr, he had five (laughs) or seven seven this year. year, Yeah, Mm -hmm. which like turns out Carson Wentz maybe just kind of bad.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Now uh, I didn't. Tom start Gus Edwards. It's a strange one. Edwards had a good game. He scored two touchdowns. Uh, didn't start him over cool. Darrell Henderson. Um,
0: Let's see what he did last week. He's like, what, what did Edwards do I mean, last week? Edwards
1: had 101 yards last week. No, <laughs> so, yeah, I don't quite know what was going on there. Um, maybe just concerned about the matchup.
0: I mean that. I mean that backfield is so fucky, right? Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> maybe uh,
1: they.
0: There. I mean, there's a world. There's a world where Domans just gets everything good.
1: Yeah, I feel like we also haven't talked very much about TJ Hawkinson, uh, Tom's tight end. Hawkinson has been super consistent this year. Like he's, as far as tight ends go, this is like as consistent as they get outside of, you know, the really top end tight ends. I'm guessing Hawkinson's like tight end four or something.
0: He is, yeah. That's a really that's a really good call out. Um, We've been kind of, we definitely, I think that's a good.
1: I feel like he's that's... easy to ignore because a lot of weeks he just scores like six or something. But the fact that he's scoring six every week and then, you know, sprinkles in a touchdown, every once in a while like that makes you a very good tight end um so i would imagine he's going to be going like tight end four or five in drafts next year he got drafted in the 12th round this year that'll definitely be higher um in 2021
0: yeah he's he's had he's had a really good year i i think that's that's a really good point that we haven't really like like you said like we've just talked about kelsey and waller um Yeah, we talk
1: talk about the guys who suck, but we don't talk about TJ Hawkinson being like pretty good.
0: Um, Yeah, um, has he, I'm just trying to think like, I got another, like, has he he had a better year than like Mark Andrews?
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely has. He's certainly been more consistent. Yeah. Yeah, let's see. So, Hawkinson's at 657 and six touchdowns. Uh, Andrews is at 532 and six touchdowns. So, yeah, he's got about 120 yards on him and the same number of TDs. So
0: Yeah, we kind of – there is, like, a few guys that are kind of, like – you have the barren tight end wasteland where you're just just hoping – you're just hoping that the guy gets a touchdown. Um, But then, like, you got your Waller and your Kelsey's, but you got, like, Andrews, Hawkinson, Gronk. um, Yeah. Maybe like, maybe, like, Goddard. Yeah. You got you got kind of those guys, like, right in the middle. And it's like, a, you, you kind of forget about, like you said, those guys that just score, like, six every week. They don't have, like, the crazy high Waller-Kelsey weeks, but they also don't, like, have funny, like, score one-point weeks. They just kind of are steady. Um, yeah, kind of funny. All
1: right. uh, um, are you ready to make some picks, Ben?
0: Uh like no so like i don't know at the beginning i said at the beginning of this podcast i said that i haven't done any
1: okay okay
0: i i i i, I, I haven't done anything i haven't wanted to think about fantasy uh, i just just, just got just got me through it so we got we got henry ethan
1: uh no uh, sir. So the, the website is wrong
0: oh yeah website's wrong
1: yeah so we've got ryan versus ethan in, in one of the semifinals. so i'm gonna pick ethan in this game ethan has some pretty nice matchups uh he's got ben roethlisberger in the steelers defense against the bengals and uh his bears guys are playing the vikings this week uh ryan has some more challenging matchups so i think that ethan takes this one advances to the final as much as i as much as i'm rooting for ryan in this one so that ethan can't win his second championship i'm picking ethan
0: wait wait ty has the texans again What didn't have they played the Texans like fucking like three weeks in a row? No,
1: nope. <laughs> I can guarantee you that they have not.
0: They so until so Ty had eight for eleven. So in week thirteen, Ty had seventeen, and now they get Houston again. <laughs>
1: yeah, second time in three weeks. Man, that's wild. So you taking Ethan?
0: Um. Let me see. Let me see who Ryan's got going. Well, I guess Jonathan Taylor also has the Texans but <laughs> mm. So it's kind of it's kind of a funny. Uh, did you take? So you took Ethan?
1: Yeah.
0: I'll take Ryan. Why not? Uh, right. I think I, these two. I think I don't.
1: It's a close matchup.
0: It it is close. Um, I don't. There's not really anything that super. I mean, like the the Houston matchup, like that will decide this game. Like which guy. Taylor Hilton gets a couple touchdowns, like right. that will decide this game. Um, I'm I'm interested to see how this goes. But yeah, I'll I'll go with Ryan.
1: All right. Uh the other semifinal, Henry versus Quinn. Uh I'm gonna pick Henry. Henry's team is really hot, and Quinn's team is not so much at this point. Uh Henry gets another week out of Mike Davis, as always. Uh and is, is
0: McCaffrey officially out
1: uh i'm sure he's going to be i don't know if it's quite official but i think he's listed as doubtful so yeah he's going to be out um and for quinn's team uh patrick mahomes obviously a big part of of quinn's team he's got probably the worst possible matchup against the saints this week gonna be a great game uh and you know he'll still be patrick mahomes he's probably still going to score 20 points but he's probably not going to score 30 which is i don't know he could score 30 (laughs) I mean it's it's possible but like is Patrick Mahomes really going to get in the shootout with Taysom Hill? It's like I don't really think so. <laughs> you know, I think the ceiling is limited.
0: Uh, for I think him. you have to I, I think, think you you have to throw all conventional thought out the window with the Chiefs. Like they like like Pat Mahomes might not get in a shootout with Hill, but he could get in a shootout just with himself. <laughs> like he, he 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 I don't ever ever since I saw what they did to um was it tampa
1: yeah it's one point against tampa bay that's fair yeah i will say like the the, uh the saints are the best defense in the nfl uh in my mind so this is certainly the worst matchup possible
0: well didn't rogers just torch the saints
1: uh
0: or uh, no who, who did the saints just play uh
1: they just they lost this week or they they lost to the eagles this week but like it was relatively low scoring I think it was like 24 to 21.
0: I don't know if Jalen Hurts can put up whatever you put up 18 19 against.
1: Yeah. I'm the that's rushing yardage, too, though. So uh, I,
0: speaking of and speaking of Jalen Hurts, I, I liked the I liked the Jalen Hurts claim from Henry.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. I like it. Russian quarterbacks, man. Uh, so who are you picking? It's a good. It's a good four. Are you picking Henry or Quinn?
0: Um. Let's see. Um, Yeah, I'll go with Henry. All right. Uh, were not, not not because not because I think it makes anything <laughs> with me look better. Like I just think Henry has the better team.
1: Yeah.
0: I uh, also, I also like the Lynn Bowden pickup.
1: Yeah, that's a weird. I, thing, but, all right. Uh, no, no, no.
0: It's not weird. I, I I like it. He he can play in both wide receiver and running back slots. Yeah, I,
1: I like how Henry picked up Lynn Bowden, uh, but dropped Cordero Patterson, and they might be the only two guys in the game who are startable at both wide receiver and running back in yahoo system uh and, and he made a move swapping the two out which i was a fan of um so uh i'm, I'm gonna make picks for the consolation bracket but you don't really have to because i know it's annoying as hell to look through these uh given that they're not actually scheduled games <laughs> so okay uh, connor versus jay is one of them i'm picking jay uh it sounds like connor's going to be without ronald jones because he has covid uh, DJ Moore is still injured as well. So I'm thinking Jay pulls an upset here. He played well last week. Do you have any thoughts or should I move on?
0: Uh, I have no thoughts. Keep going.
1: <laughs> All right. Nick versus Tony is the other one. Uh, I'm picking Tony. I think Nick's lack of, lack of death could hurt him if he has to start Josh Kelly this week. Uh, Tony's team is kind of peaking at the right time. He's got Austin Eckler back. Michael Pittman is you know, improving as a rookie. So uh, I'm picking Tony's team here. Uh, and then we'll have Jay versus Tony in the consolation championship. Does it sound good?
0: Um, I, w- one thing I noticed that I think is, is um could provide prove a little controversial for the governance of the league is um, you were, sa- you were just saying that I have nothing to play for. I'm out of it. Uh-huh. Um, but Yahoo's website says that I am in the consolation bracket with, Tim, Andrew, and Joe. So my argument now is, if I win these next two weeks, do I get the number one pick in the draft next year? No. <laughs> but Evan, look at the look at the website. It says uh-huh. consolation bracket. Denver. Yeah, ben versus dumb. Tim, Andrew, consolation versus Joe.
1: Consolation is for the non-playoff teams. Yeah, come
0: on. But Evan, I'm not in the playoffs. I'm in the consolation.
1: That's what it says.
0: I think I think there's an argument to be made that whoever wins out of the the Tim Andrew J, Joe me grouping, uh, I I think they have a, a claim to the throne.
1: Uh uh-huh. Yeah. Constitutional crisis. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Yahoo for making the playoffs weird. <laughs> like, come on, guys. <laughs> All right. Do uh, you have anything else, Ben?
0: Um. Do we want to talk about owners meeting at all? Just kind of get the get let's, the. let it out there. We're, we're thinking. I think we need to. New, we're we're get, It's going to be in a couple of weeks, so I feel like we got yeah, to get people to clear that. off some time on their calendars, and you know, yeah. send out send out a what's, what's with the wind to meet or some shit.
1: Yeah, it it, uh, it, it helps that this will be a, a virtual owners meeting, so maybe a little bit easier to schedule.
0: In that
1: respect, yeah. uh, you know, we're already gathering the agenda, so we're thinking sometime after Christmas, right, Ben? Like sometime in a couple of days after Christmas. So,
0: yeah, I would say, I would say, like the weekend after Christmas, like the twenty sixth, twenty seventh, like
1: yeah, something like that.
0: We, we should be able to get everyone on a call for an hour, like that. You know, if some of us want to stay on for a, a couple hours and shoot the shit, but like everyone, like we. The weekend after Christmas, like Christmas is a Friday, like we should, you know what I mean? Like we should be able to find an hour for everyone to hop on a Zoom call. Yeah. That next is that next weekend, or uh, the fall. Uh,
1: yeah, I guess it was next weekend.
0: Yeah. Not not this coming weekend, but the following weekend. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess oh shit, but that's the the season won't be done yet. Oh uh,
1: yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: I mean, we
1: could wait until Monday or Tuesday or something. But yeah, we'll get it figured out
0: it's <laughs> just anno- it's just it's kind of annoying to do it during the work week
1: yeah i don't know people can people can figure it out
0: we call we just ooh Evan just like just brand it as a happy hour don't call it owner's meeting just brand it as brand it as a happy hour tell everyone to grab a brewski yeah. and and then bait and switch
1: right, i like it all right i think that's all i've got ben uh excited for the semis this weekend but not that excited <laughs>
0: Yeah, um good luck to all the uh the semifinalists in the in the in the playoff bracket. Um good luck to my fellow semifinalists in the consolation bracket. Um we'll we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. All
1: right. There it is. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose.